Rusty Quill presents. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Feeling trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland. And Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again. You have been asleep for such a very long time. How long were you in that cabinet? Doesn't matter. A lot has happened, and I need you now. There is so much more to come. You look a little foggy. Let's clear some of those cobwebs away. Now, if you haven't listened to Celine before, I'm about to spoil the first nine seasons. So go back and put those records on if you need to. But to refresh your memory as we get ready to come back, then settle in, and in the parlance of ancient cartographers, ahead, there be dragons. Celine is a strange city lying alone, a city filled with supernatural mysteries and horrors. Shrouded in a dark emerald haze. A city in transition between gaslight and carriages, light bulbs and motor cars. A city of great change where technology challenges the dark supernatural underpinnings of the city. And a populace dedicated to hedonism and vice to numb themselves to the horrors and the fog. A few of the local sites. Lanula Park, a grand park of Selene. It was carved out in the city's infancy and has grown to include botanical gardens, a nightshade cafe, and Park Row, a row of fantastic mansions that house the barons of industry of the city. A lighthouse, Mulberry, and Lavendula are three of those houses. Parvam Pond, otherwise known as Black Pond, is a large and deep pond in Lanula Park that is dyed black to cover its secrets. Needle Street is where the inspectors and the constabulary work. Inspector Bennett, Inspector Braxton, Constable Hughes, Chief Inspector Stroud are known as the Needles. The Curiosity Shop is the headquarters for the Department of Curiosity. It's an organization steeped in secrecy. Its diminutive agents are scattered about the city, slinking into small spaces to spy and gather information. The DOC, as it's called, is led by the Three Grams. The Duchess Hotel, a haunted hotel filled with poetic, tragic, and sometimes whimsical ghosts. A hotel where every floor is thirteen. Theater Row is the theater district in Celine, including Madame Mustache's risque burlesque theater and the Regal Palace Theater, where major operas are performed. The Celestial Seaside Amusement Park is a seaside park filled with rides and various showcases of innovations and pavilions of the city's history. Originally traveling performers, the tented section still holds the secrets of fortune tellers and sword swallowers. The Lantern Newspaper is at the center of Celine. 
It's run by Mr. O'Connor with reporters Roz and Gill and partners with street urchin children like Shiner to sell newspapers on street corners. Old Bess is the printer that sits in the basement churning out daily issues. Charity is settled in as the archivist and head researcher. The grandiloquent stacks, the Grand Library of Celine, where people can get lost in the books for days on end. Some notable groups of Celine. The Alchemist Society are a league of the city's elite. They like to dress up in robes and perform ancient, esoteric ceremonies as they get loaded and decide the fate of the city. Their internal circle, known as the Cult of the Black Toad, is a small group of very sinister members. The Phantasmagoria are the city's order of magicians and variety acts that perform in and out of the city. One has to apply and impress them to become a member. Two of the great inventors of Selene. Dr. Vega, his liquid light innovations, and his group of galvanists power the city. And Desmond, and his genius engineers at Desmond's mechanisms keep it turning. They share a history of intense rivalry, but more on that later. Dr. Quaid is a phrenologist and the leading medical mind in Selene. He has a phrenology salon and clinic in the city. Some of the spirits of Celine. The Walker family. Madame Viola Walker and her peacock plum. Her daughters Cooper and Cornelia and their manservant Pumble all live in Lavendula. Viola oversees the great Walker fortune but has terrible nightmares. Cornelia is reserved. Cooper is indulgent. And Pumble gets blamed for everything. Oh, and there's a hidden pretzel boy without a face in the attic. But we'll get to that later. Charity Souter is now the archivist of the Lantern newspaper, helping the good folks with their woes while sniffing out conspiracies. She's a former companion to Edmund Green and governess to the strange boy Enoch from Mulberry. Inspector Bennett, a dedicated inspector from Needle Street, has teamed up with the curio Maisie Myers. Maisie's parents were taken away suddenly to the workhouse, and in order to not lose the family home, she contracted work with the Department of Curiosity. She's a gifted young girl who likes puzzles and talks to her sad doll possessed by a sad ghost named Mr. Fitz. Together they are trying to stave off the rising tide of supernatural darkness in the city. Some of the malevolent spirits of the city. Miss Brianna. This one's a little complicated. Headmistress of the Bridewell House that sits on Park Row. The children fear her and call her brittle teeth. She chatters her dentures as she orders her servant Colson to terrorize them. Secretly, her real name is Vivian Voldat, the lost sister of Madame Viola, locked in the bellows of Ludlow when she was young. She created an orphan empire. Her servant Colson slips out into the streets of Selene at night in a cloud of ash and smoke as a nightmare legend named Colefinger. The Fulcrums of Hollide House Cesarin the Salt Baron, his wife Agatha, and their daughters Temperance and Fanny. Wealthy, ruthless, and diabolical in their influence on the city of Selene. Cesarin Fulcrum is the leader of the Alchemist Society in the Cult of the Black Toad. Did Cesarin infect his daughter on purpose? Are the Alchemists and the Phantasmagoria magicians linked somehow? What other machinations are going on in the city? In some kind of mystical ceremony, the Alchemist Society released a slimy black worm parasite in Madame Mustache's theater. The parasites infect people through the mouth, burn their lips, create a terrible thirst, and make them act out their base desires. The Curios figured out how to remove the parasites through a gruesome procedure using Mercurochrome. Fanny Fulcrum, sister to Temperance and daughter of Cesarin Fulcrum, had been infected at the theater, and the parasite gestated within her until it overtook her at the bogey party. She transformed out into the city, birthing new parasites, and has yet to be found. The Sleepwalkers. The phantasmagoric magicians discovered an ancient spirit cabinet and used it in their acts. 
turning innocent volunteers into sleepwalkers, drifting souls wandering about at night, murdering and stealing and hunting curios. The Sato Witch. Sweet little Antigone trapped in the Sato Voce, the haunted house of the Mad Maestro. She broke open the music box and the bitter blood of Katarina Fontana transformed her into the Sato Witch, terrorizing the city. Granny Tatters, sweet old Lady Mole Dyer, in her country home, an old witch named Granny Tatters who killed the head of the Overland Dust Company in her quest for revenge. The Duncan Union, organized toughs that run the warehouses on the docks for the Duncan Match Company, also the source of underground fights and gambling in the city. The Poisoner's Guild, one of the many dark guilds in the city, Factory Fred, the tattooed ballerina Zuka, and the seductive Paris Green are some of its members, expert poisoners for hire in the city. And now a quick summary of the first nine stories. This is your last chance to turn back. Spoilers to follow. In the Black Pond, Inspector Bennett from Needle Street led an investigation into a missing boy and the missing peacock plum, with some suspicion that one of them was under the ice of the Black Pond. Edmund Green took in a charge Enoch, an orphan boy by way of accident, and Edmund and Charity suspected that Enoch may be to blame for the missing newsboy Shiner. The pond was dragged but only produced the bones of Owen McCleary, a man who drowned years before. Madame Viola Walker, the owner of Plum, and Viola's two daughters, Cooper and Cornelia, received a ransom demand. In trying to pay it, uncovered that it was all a plot from the manservant Pumble to get medicine for Viola's nightmares and to hide Plum's injuries with the help of the newsboy Shiner. The Doll Hospital. Maisie Myers, a young girl who works for the Department of Curiosity, damaged her sad doll, Mr. Fitz, while she argued with her friend Temperance Fulcrum. Constable Hughes comforted her by directing her to Mr. Pedigree's Doll Hospital, where Fitz got fixed up, and Pedigree gave her a special oleander. Meanwhile, Edmund Green purchased Owen McCleary's bones on the black market and set them up in his entryway as an art installation to impress Charity Souter. As soon as the bones arrived, Charity started suffering from strange afflictions. A smoky, horrendous figure kidnapped children in the night, and Maisie was ultimately kidnapped along with Fitz. They were taken out into the wilds to an abandoned Ludlow madhouse, which was now an orphanage and forced to work in the laundries with the other kidnapped children. A young, tortured girl Antigone was found in their cell, close to death and missing teeth. Temperance was kidnapped and thrown into the cell, and the girls devised a plan out. Madame Walker went looking for her missing sister Vivian Voldat and followed Leeds out to Ludlow. Miss Brianna, the headmistress, led Viola into the bowels of Ludlow to reveal that her sister had died, and standing over her grave revealed that Miss Brianna, aka Brittleteeth, was in fact her lost sister Vivian, who took over Ludlow when it was abandoned. Viola escaped with Pumble, and the girls broke out and hid in the back of Viola's car, but not before Iviana was dropped into a vat of lye from Coldfinger Shovel Pick. Charity had enough of her troubles. Barely able to move, she smashed the glass and dragged the bones of Owen McCleary out into the pond. Owen's bones were returned home to the pond blackness. The Duchess Hotel is filled with many ghosts. Winston is the last clerk of the hotel and runs the place from top to bottom. He welcomed in Fred and Zuka, two members of the Poisoner's Guild, Paris Green being the third to arrive later that night after he stopped in to flirt with Charity at his brother Edmund's house. Cecil sat at the carousel bar complaining that nothing exciting ever happened and predicted everyone's death while Lloyd made drinks. 
The Wormwood revelry was about to commence, and a red moss grew up from the spa to the rest of the hotel. Cooper and Cornelia Walker stole in for the weekend. Zuka and Fred argued in their room, and Zuka took a shot of drugs for pain for her injuries. She had a box with a small creature inside. Digby Duncan and Union Tough showed up for a card game between the three, and ended up kidnapping Fred and Zuka to the basement. Digby had set up a bare-knuckle match between a giant brute tunk and Fred, but he changed his mind at the last minute, and Zuka was dragged into the ring and pummeled by Tunk. Zuka invoked poison in her bloodstream, and Tunk collapsed in the mat, bone coming from his mouth. We heard many tales of the ghosts of the Duchess Hotel, including that of Vincent, a struggling rider. Charity rushed to the hotel to find Paris and ignite the passion between them. Enoch wandered upstairs and rode a bathtub back down with Winston. Charity was dumped for Zuka as she came up from the gym and danced with Paris. Cecil complained that nothing exciting ever happened at the Duchess. The Murder Follies Charity was kicked out of Mulberry, headed back to Madame Mustache's burlesque theater. When she arrived, she discovered the murder of the writer Arthur Penmoom. Everyone was a suspect, and Inspector Bennett arrived from Needle Street to investigate. He spotted Maisie Myers in the shadows. Max, the owner of Madame Mustache's scrap the big production, Curse of the Pharaoh, decided to put on the Follies for opening night, as it was a safer bet filled with acts everybody already knew. The troupe prepared for their parts as they were interviewed by Bennett. Maisie discovered the remnants of a ceremony in the set for the play under the stage. Bennett and Maisie tracked a blackworm parasite through the theater. Hope, the stage manager, was competitive with Charity, and after getting infected by the parasite, attacked her on opening night. The interviews continued as the cast of the Follies performed, with the parasite infecting Annie May, and as she shattered a mirror in her performance, she almost fatally cut herself, but was saved by Maisie and Bennett at the last moment. But the blackworm parasite escaped off the stage into the crowd, and ultimately into Fanny Fulcrum, who was on a date with Edmund Green. The murderer turned out to be Rudy Valerio, who was possessed by a parasite at the time, and he was taken away for questioning. Maisie introduced Bennett to a method of removing parasites using mercurochrome. The Sato Voce Maisie Myers, the Curio, Temperance Fulcrum, and Antigone chased Enoch Green into the dark house at the end of the Park Row mansions in Lanula Park. Sato Voce, as it was known, was set to be demolished by the Overland Dust Company. Inside, the children discovered the leftovers of a family of musicians left to go mad by their father, the maestro. The children tried to escape and were chased into the attic. Maisie found a magical music box that played a different tune depending on who held it, and Temperance found a bracelet that rings out with a deafening church bell when she flicked her wrist. In their attempt to escape, a vial of the blood of Katerina Fontana infected Antigone. She became the subtle witch and destroyed the house. The Face Peeler a day at the seaside amusement park turned dangerous as the walkers discovered the Boudin and his band of face-stealing clowns. The Boudin manipulated the giant octopus Polly to use her suction cups to steal people's faces. Cooper Walker got a crush on a sweet clown. Cooper's friend Jules got kidnapped and she rescued her but also put herself in danger. Cornelia got her fortune read and took a trip on a balloon, and Viola got trapped on an out-of-control roller coaster but was rescued by Cornelia. They all went home bedraggled. And the girls hid one of the Boudin's victims in the attic. The Bogey Party A spooky party turned deadly when a murder mystery unfolded. An eclectic guest list arrived at the yearly Bogey Party only to be trapped inside with a killer on the loose. As they solved the puzzles in various rooms, a monster was revealed. The monster escaped out into the night, and the guests left at dawn, wondering who the real killer was. The Crooked Lantern 
The restless spirit of old Maul Dyer's husband terrorized her until she enlisted the help of Charity Suter to find and return his lantern. Charity was tapped to help solve the mystery and right the injustice. She set out gathering more information about a tragic accident and the possible involvement of the Overland Dust Company. Charity took Maul to a fancy party to break in and look for clues. But was revenge the next day's headline? The Spirit Cabinet. The phantasmagoric magicians created sleepwalkers across town who terrorized the curios. One of the Grams was killed and the curios went into hiding. Miss Brianna opened the Bridewell House on the grave of the Sato Voce and welcomed the city's elite with a magic show and tour. Viola Walker entered the spirit cabinet and had a bad dream. Bennett's wife Connie attacked him and was subdued by Constable Hughes. Viola escaped the house and was missing and there was another crisis at Black Pond. Maisie and Bennett have a heart-to-heart about the rise of darkness in the city and they settled in for one night of rest before the new year. I hope that whet your appetite and you go back and listen to older episodes. But now, the past is prologue. Hold on tight. We return to a strange city lying alone, resignedly beneath the sky where the melancholy waters lie. For a new year, a new theme. Welcome back to Celine. <laughs> <laughs> 